Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. I can name all 14 winners of Project Runway and will gush about Koto Mamulu's beautiful, innovative gold coat made out of woven seatbelts if given the opportunity. If there is a BuzzFeed article entitled 20 times Parks and Rec Got Way Too Real, Six Ways to Eat, to eat Healthier This Week, or can you, get, can you Guess the Panera Item with the Most Calories? <laughs> Guarantee that I've been one of the first people to have read it. Yet I confess that I don't follow politics or current events, and I will only read the newspaper if I am looking up movie listings or to read a review of something. What concerns me more is our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with others, the minutia of daily interactions, and how we make the world a better place on a person-to-person -person basis. I remember when Julie, my favorite summer camp counselor, returned from a year of volunteer work with Up With People to teach campers the program's motto that she had learned while away. One to one, we change the world, she said. And I still believe her and believe that notion wholeheartedly. I am not suggesting that the news is unimportant, to the contrary, rather, but my preoccupation is with people and with feelings on a very micro level. In spite of all this, Ani DeFranco, a singer-songwriter whom I greatly admire, writes, "'Cause I know the biggest crime is just to throw up your hands, say, this has nothing to do with me, I just want to live as comfortably as I can. You've got to look outside your eyes, you've got to think outside your brain, you've got to walk outside your life, to where the neighborhood changes. How do I reconcile my aversion to the news and to current events with Ani's prescription? It is a crime to walk around unaware of pressing issues. Recent Black Lives Matter slogans have told us that if you don't understand the severity of the issue, or if, you, or if you fail to realize the nuances of that statement, then you're part of the problem. Understanding and overcoming issues about race involves sitting with the discomfort, facing it head on, and choosing to make a change. It may be comfortable for me to only hear about current events via Facebook 
and then to disregard the subsequent conversations that occur. It may be comfortable to sit in the middle of recountings and reactions about the tragedy of the week and hope that the topic changes soon. Yet something about being averse to those conversations and dialogues doesn't feel right to me. The transformation team for racial justice is an ongoing task force at Arlington Street Church that seeks to identify and eliminate interpersonal and institutional barriers of racism and oppression and build a justice-seeking, multiracial, and multicultural community. Being part of this team, even for a short four months, has allowed me to reconcile my aversion to the important dialogues going on and replace it with a burgeoning sense of action. Identifying and eliminating interpersonal barriers of racism and oppression appeals to the person-to-person -person theory on change that I spoke of earlier. Continuing to learn about my own biases and my own privilege makes me aware of the issues at hand in a way that is both confounding and eye-opening. At a conference in Worcester this past April, the transformation team learned how our personal communication styles and approaches contribute to team dynamics and inform larger conversations about race and oppression. Last month, Barbara and I led an uncomfortable conversation that included 22 high school students from a multinational climate change workshop. I was blown away by how smart, well-informed, and insightful these students were. That group meeting solidified an already strong feeling that our team was making a difference, and I continue to be gratified and energized by that feeling four weeks later. One-to-one, -one, we change the world, indeed. Through listening, learning from, and understanding each other, and then sending those dialogues and that compassion out into the world. Margaret Mead's famous quote of, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Is becoming truth manifest to me through working with this great team. I just want to acknowledge the team too. They're down right there, among other people. And despite that euphoria, I'm still learning. There is a Black Lives Matter button in my messenger bag, and I'm still uncovering the depth of, the, depth of the issue of racial intolerance. I am still learning about being an ally to people of color every day. There is a transformation here, but it is one that will take some time. The transformation needs to go beyond us as individuals and even beyond us as a church community. I return to Ani DeFranco, whose song I mentioned earlier ends with the following probing lines. Why don't you give me a call when you decide you're willing to fight for what you think is real, for what you think is right? When it comes to the issue of racial injustice 
and examining our own participation in the struggle. What do we think is real, given our own purview and approach? What do we think is right? What do we do with that knowledge? Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.